a bottle of beer The wave is coming but I ain't got no fear I'm waxing down to that Victoria Pass I'm waxing down because it's really a blast Don't turn because I don't like it All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another installment of The Deviled Advocate. It's me, your boy, old Sam Stigglemeyer, back at it again. Salsa Dave on social media, but I'm not on social media. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't get on it. If I get on it, I, I immediately go, Sam. You shouldn't be doing this to yourself. And I want to start this episode by saying, everybody, take a look at your social media. Take a look at how much time you spend on there, how much effort you put into writing captions for people who don't care. You know, you're posting pictures, you're posting captions, you're, you're, you're posting TikToks, you're doing this, you're doing that. And, and 99% of people don't give a shoot. You know what I'm saying? Or... Or they're like me, and every time they see these things, they go, oh, why, why, do I, why do I feel bad about myself when I'm looking at someone on vacation? You know? I go on vacation all the time. I see pictures of people who are like, oh, it's good to be in Mexico. And I'm like, how do they go to Mexico all the time? I, I go on a road trip a year. I, I, I go to Mexico. I go to Montana. I go to Colorado. I do whatever I want. I don't know why these things... That I see people posting, d- dig away at my self-confidence and my mental well-being. You know, I don't know why it is like that. But scientifically, it's proven that's what it's made to do. It's it's made to... These, these, these websites have algorithms. They have cookies, right? We, we all know that when we log on to the internet, we... We're asked if, if we accept these cookies, right? And most of us are cookie monsters. We say, yes, of course, just get me to my page. But those things track your information. They sell it to companies. They, you know, the last time I logged on to Instagram, I got on for like 10 minutes tops and I logged out and now I get emails every day saying, oh, guess what the so-and-so posted? Guess what so-and-so posted? And I don't want to guess. I don't want to have any, you know, I when I, when I wasn't on Instagram for, for two straight months, no emails, no emails, you know, they get it that you're gone. But once you scratch that itch a little bit, they're going to put pepper, they're going to put pepper flakes in your mustache. Cause they're going to make you sneeze. Cause they're, they're, <laughs> they're happy. You're scratching the itch and then they advertise to you. So not only does it do everything it can to get you sucked back in, but, but then they try to sell you products you know have have any of us seen uh wish the ads for wish.com i've never clicked on them but they always seem to be selling weirdly sexualized things you know whether it's a standard pair of handcuffs with a weird name like like uh vin diesel from from (laughs) fast and the furious it doesn't make any sense and it digs it it tears you apart so that just might, that might just be me. That might just be me. Let, uh, let me, let me hop off this soapbox, you know, cause, cause anybody who can smell me knows I'm not using what's in it. 
we're having fun. We're having fun. I'm chilling. If I'm not chilling, I'm trying to, uh, as per usual, you know it, you hate it, but it is what, what I do. So today at work, right? I'm chilling. I'm chilling all day. I, well, first of all, I'm not chilling all day. I get there and I clock in and my manager's like, I need you to run some errands. I'm a delivery driver. I don't want to be running errands. I don't want to get to work and have the first thing I do. Like before I got to work, I paid rent. I went and got coffee. I filled my car with gas. I tried to go get a car wash, but it was closed. I'd run my errands for the day, ostensibly, right? But getting to work and my manager's like, we're out of green peppers. And I was like, I know. I said, I told the manager yesterday we were out of green peppers. They should have got green peppers yesterday. He's like, well, we also need printer paper. And I was like, what are you talking? I picked up printer paper last week when I was getting more green peppers. How much are we printing? Why are we going through a full ream of printer paper in like five days? That makes no sense. It makes sense why we're going through so many green peppers. We sell a lot of pizzas with green peppers. Which, on a side note, why do people like green peppers on their pizza? It's just wet. Like, you wouldn't put lettuce on a pizza before you cooked it. And that's, you'd put spinach, but you wouldn't put lettuce. Green peppers are flavorless, wet, sog bombs. And it's not okay. So, I get to work, and I need to go get, I need to go get green peppers. I need to get printer paper. I need to get a new hex key for the door. Because our door... You push the handle and you lock it to keep it open with a with a little Allen wrench, with a little hex key. I'm not sure what they're called, but I don't know what witches have to do with it. But it's either named after a guy named Allen or some witch who put a hex on a key to make my coworkers perpetually lose this thing. Every day, my manager's trying to unlock the door and they can't find the key, right? So I have to go buy one of those and I have to buy scissors because... When you work in a pizza place, when you work in a big pizza place like the one I do, you get all of your products shipped in. And I know nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares about this, Sam. Quit talking about work. But guess what? I got 10 minutes on it, so I'm going to do it. When you're a day driver at a pizza place, you have to prep all of the food that goes on the pizzas, right? And all that food comes in a box. And then in that box is separated into bags. Those bags get opened generally with the scissors and then poured into containers that are called Lexans, right? They're called Lexans because that's the main brand that makes them. They're just plastic and see-through containers. If you've worked in a kitchen, you know what I'm talking about. The only reason somebody needs to use a scissors at a pizza place, because you don't cut pizzas with the scissors. I've, I've done it. I've done it. I, I've drank booze at, at night and made a frozen pizza and I didn't have a, a clean knife or a pizza cutter, so I used the scissors. But that's not what you want to be doing. And at a place like where I work, where we have 25 to 35 cutters, you're not using a scissors for that, right? Only reason someone needs a scissors is to do prep, to open to open bags of food to pour into containers. So for some reason, I had I had this giant magnet. You the magnet goes on the wall, the scissors go on the magnet. That's where the scissors go. You take them, you put them back. You take them, you better call darn have a reason for taking my scissors. So today I had to go buy scissors because my scissors are missing. They've been missing for two weeks. I keep writing on the board, hey, we need new scissors so I can do prep more efficiently. Because if you don't have a scissors, this is what you are to do. We have a thing called, called ooh, he can't talk. We have a thing called a pouch pal, right? 
It's this little red thing with like a hook and a little tiny blade in the hook. Well, it's also four years old, so it's not very, uh, not very good. You, you, you know, let me back up. You, you take the little hook with the blade in it, you put it on the corner of, of a bag and you pull it and it cuts the corner off. And then you, the, the, the pouch pal has a split in it. So you can pull a bag through to like get all the sauce out or whatever to like squeegee it out. Well, this thing is extremely old and does not cut plastic bags, you know? And these are like, this isn't like you're a, a sandwich bag. Like a lot of them, a lot of these bags I can just tear open, but that. You know, uh, high risk, high reward, right? I'm not, I'm not using scissors, so I look cool. High, high reward. High risk is that you, you look so cool, you tear the whole bag open, and you got chicken all over your feet. Nobody looks cool with chicken on their feet. I don't care. I don't care. It's never once happened, and it will never happen in the history of the world. The closest thing to a cool bird is Tony Hawk. And even he's pretty nerdy as far as people who are in extreme sports go. Maybe, maybe not. It's fine. It, it's totally fine. I got a new scissors. I hid both of them. I got two new scissors. I hid both of them. But my, So here's how my day starts. I think, okay, I need green peppers. I need hex wrenches. I need printer paper and I need scissors. Where can I find all of those things? I'm in Minnesota. Where can I find all of those things? Target, right? So I go to the nearest Target. I don't go to the nearest Target because the nearest Target is a Target Express and it's tiny. You know, it's like five gas stations to make a Target. It's a pretty small. It's a pretty small Target. So I, I go past that one. I go to the bigger one. Sure enough, I find printer paper. You know, I buy eight reams of it. You know, how, how, how long will it take us to go through 40,000 pages of paper? Right. Or excuse me, 4,000. I don't know. Eight times 500, 4,000. How long will that take? Uh, two weeks, maybe I find that it's no problem. I find green peppers, but here's the problem with the green peppers. They're in bags of two and there's six total peppers. There's three bags. I need to get peppers for two days. Find the scissors. That's no problem. I'm looking all over. You know what target doesn't sell a lot of tools. Their tool section had like eight things in it. And if you wanted to get Allen wrenches, you had to buy a tool set. You'd have spent $50 to get 10 Allen wrenches so we can unlock the door in the mornings. I know what you're thinking. The main key, you can unlock the front of the door to get in with regular key, but there's this bar on the inside of the door. You need a little, you need a little tool to latch it. So luckily, luckily, there's a Cub Foods. There's a grocery store right next door. I go there. I get 20 green peppers. That's the the amount of green peppers I need. I look around. You know what grocery stores don't sell? Tools. Not at all. No. Then I got I got a Home Depot. Like luckily, that's right next door to the grocery store. These these stores are all in one giant parking lot. And I have to go to all of them. The only stores that I didn't go to, Home Depot. Excuse me. Office Depot. I went to Home Depot. Why are you putting Home Depot next to Office Depot? You know, is it business or is it pleasure? So I could have gotten the, I, I you know, I could have gotten the scissors at Target. I could have gotten the paper at Home Depot, Office Depot. Goodness gracious, Office Depot. I could have gotten, I, I could have gotten it all at Target if they had all of it, but they didn't have all of it. And, I, and my day started with an hour and 15 minutes of me grocery shopping 
and wheeling carts around. I don't want to be doing that. I want to deliver pizza. I, I, we had to DoorDash two orders. I didn't get, I didn't get two tips because I was out running errands in what world, in what world does a delivery driver go to home Depot to get hex wrenches? I should be cutting open bags and pouring ingredients into containers. And then I should be putting those on pizzas and taking those pizzas to people's houses. And that brings us to the crux of the whole situation. It's not my job, right? But when I got done doing it, my manager gave me 20 bucks. So now I have precedent. Precedents? 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 We'll talk about them later. I have uh, proof that if I do stuff that's not within my job description, y'all have to give me cash. There's so many times where I drive out of the city I deliver into to another city to pick up product, to pick up things like green peppers or chicken wings. I should be getting paid gas mileage for that every time. Not only when I ask for it, it should be given to me without me asking, without me reminding people. It's frustrating, but you know what is more frustrating? You remember this guy, you remember this guy who ordered in, in a blizzard and asked me to dance. Same guy who, who ordered in a blizzard and said, oh, you must be making a lot of money and then didn't tip. He never tips. Well, you must be listening to the podcast. Bobo, freaking Bobo. That's not your name, but I'm saying Bobo because it's close enough. You and your friend, you order pizza. You never tip. Today, I call. Who's this? I call and they, they, they answer their phone with who's this? And I say, Sam, calling to deliver your pizza. Let me, let me ask you guys a question. If you get a call, if you get one call from a South Dakota number a week, and it's always two minutes before you eat pizza, would you not stop answering that phone call with hostility? I have a ton of people who recognize my phone number because they order once a week and I'm from out of town. So they see South Dakota. Oh, this is our pizza boy. Not these idiots. They answer. Who's this? And this person's name is not Bobo, but it's close to Bobo. So I'm sticking with Bobo because it's a dumb name for dumb people. And I understand I'm being extremely negative right now. And if you care, uh, spoiler alert, I don't. Spoiler alert, mm, don't care. So I get there and this guy's like, my friend Bobo is coming down. I've dealt with Bobo before. This woman comes to the door. And first thing she says to me, she's like, Ooh, I'm excited for my hot wings. And my, my heart drops because I just delivered an order that had hot wings on it. And I started thinking maybe I dropped them off at the wrong house. Let me, let me add, this is the third delivery in a triple. And we'll talk about the first one in, in a second. But she's like, Ooh, I'm excited for my hot wings. And I like look in the, in the bag and I'm like, I don't think you ordered hot wings. And she gets upset. She's like, he said he ordered hot wings. And I'm like, well, uh, he lied to you. He lied to your face. Cause there's no hot wings on the receipt. And I like hold the receipt out to her so she can see. And she's like, how much did it cost? As she's avoiding signing the receipt. It's like, just sign the receipt so I can leave. How much did it cost? Like it cost $34 for you to get one pizza and a two liter of Sierra mist. You know how I know these people are, are big, big old beanbags. Cause they order Sierra mist. If you're the type of person who drinks lemon lime soda, God bless you. Cause Sprite primo ginger ale, not the same thing. Primo uh, seven up. Good. When you're sick, 
Sierra Mist is an absolute garbage soda. If you were to take the runoff of, of a dump, of a, of a landfill, of any, any toxic area, and you added lemon-lime flavor to that's Sierra Mist. I don't care. This episode's not brought to you by Sierra Mist. And so she's, she's signing the receipt, and she asked me, where do I sign? What is with what is with these specific people? If you remember the last time, the two times ago, the first time this guy, he asked me where to sign. And then he asked me, is that it? And I said, you can fill out the tip part if you want. He didn't. How, how many receipts do, gr- this woman must have been 50. How many receipts has she signed? Bobo, Bobo, Fernando, Bobo. How many, how many receipts have you signed in your life? And you've asked, have you asked every time, where do I sign? Every receipt that's ever needed to be signed has a line three quarters of the way down at the bottom that says sign here. It's not that hard. It's not. If you, if you, if you live 50 years of your life and you've never ordered pizza before, I know for a fact you've not, you have, you should know, you should know the first, the, the, the first time I talked about this guy was not the first time I told him where to sign or do it. $34. And then she starts complaining to me. Won't give me the receipt back. Complaining to me about the price of the pizza. $34. No dipping sauce. Ex- she got a soda. You know, last week the order was 65 bucks for two pizzas. Quit ordering Papa John's. Or, excuse me, wherever I work. It's not Papa John's. Quit ordering it. Quit. Quit. It's not that hard. Order a different order a cheaper pizza. I don't I don't give a hoot. Quit complaining about it. Because then I have to look at you. I have to look at this grown adult woman with a name like Bobo. It's so close to Bobo, but it's not Bobo. And I have to say, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't make the menu. I don't make the prices. I just deal with it. And I have to deal with people complaining. Like I just deliver them and I have to deal with people complaining about it. Like I can change the menu. Like, I'm sorry. Your pizza is expensive. Can I have the receipt so I can go? Let me back up. This is the third delivery of a crappy triple. The first delivery I get to, and it's at the university, right? So parking is already an issue. It shouldn't be because this building has a parking lot in the back, but the delivery instructions specifically say park at at X street. I'll meet you there. So I pull up on the corner of that area. I text the dude because it says park here in text. I text him and I say, I'm here. He says, oh, my pizza is not supposed to be delivered for another hour. And I said, well, hate to say, hate to break it to you, but this is what the order says. This is what we've confirmed. You place the order online and it quoted you 456. You want it at 545? That's not on me. And so this whole time he's texting me, I leave immediately. He's like, well, can you void it out? I'm like, I got to deliver other pizzas. You got to call the store. So then I go to the other, the next delivery and it's fine. I get there. I, I knock on the door and I hear kids inside. I know this woman. I deliver to this woman all the time. She comes into the store all the time. She's great. Uh, she's a beautiful person, you know, always super happy, always super kind, always just stoked to get her pizza. So I ring the doorbell and I hear kids inside and they're like, who's there? And I'm like, it's the pizza. And they're like, they're yelling at their mom. And I, I ring the doorbell again. Cause I'm like, I have another order to take. I have three pizzas that I just couldn't deliver sitting in the back of my car because some idiot didn't know how to place an order online. 
She comes to the door and all is wiped away, right? Everything feels fine. And then I get in my car and I look at the receipt for the next door. And that's when I realize I'm going to Bobo. That's when I realize I'm going to Bobo, right? So that whole stuff goes down. And then I get back to the store and I talk to my boss. And I'm like, hey, did, did the guy from my first delivery call? He said he needed it at this time. Did you void it out? Are you going to remake them? Or are we going to send him these hour and a half old pizzas? Not even an hour and a half. 45 minutes old. And he's like, well, if he wants me at 545, you can just send those pizzas to him at 545. We don't care. He made the mistake. We're not going to waste pizza for it. And then the dude places a second order for the same things, right? This is how, this is how I'm ending my shift at work today, by the way. These are like my last five runs. So another order comes through. And I'm like, all right, I'll take that quick. I'll come back. I'll have time to drop off this guy's order at the right time. Well, 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 this order that I go on, I roll up to the house. I knock, get to the door, right? And I try to call and my phone dies. Oh, the worst, right? And it's a duplex and they don't have doorbells and I don't have a, a an apartment number or a, you know, duplex number on my receipt. So all I can do is knock, right? I knock, I knock, I knock. The security camera keeps lighting up and like, so I wave at it and I'm like, Hey, I'm here with pizza. And some guy comes to the door. And he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, nobody by that name lives here. We didn't order pizza. There's another Avenue with this number. It might be that one. And I'm like, well, it, it's not in our delivery zone. So I'm not going to take care of it. I get back to the store. I have to deliver back to the guy who ordered at the right wrong time. Right? No, rewind, rewind. We're scatterbrained. Nothing's new here. I'm, I'm 22 minutes into talking about my day. This is garbage. I apologize, everybody. So I get in my car and I realize that I'm at the wrong address. After I talk to that guy, I charge my phone up a little bit. I try calling. I try calling. Dude gave, gave a number that does not exist. It goes, this number is out of service. So I bring the pizza back at this point. The idiot who places pizza order an hour early, his pizzas are already 10 minutes late for the second. <laughs> you know, first it's an hour early. Now they're 10 minutes late. So I show up, I text him. I'm like, Hey, I'm here. What door should I come to? And he's like, I'll be, I'm on my way. Right. And I'm like, okay, what door? And he responds with, I'm on my way. So I'm walking around in the middle of the biggest college in Minnesota in between 20 buildings. Right. And he texts me, what car are you in? And I try calling him and he doesn't pick up. And so I text, it's the RAV4 parked up the block with a pizza sign on it, but I'm not in it. I'm at McKay- I'm at the building you-, you told me to be at. And so I see this dude frantically running up and down the block looking at cars. And so I walk over to him slowly because, again, I don't care about this guy and, and any of it, right? He messed up. He messed up the first time I would have been happy to, to hurry and get him his pizza, whatever, but no, he messed up. Right. So he he's, he's, he, his delivery instructions say to park it on this street. Well, the problem is that street ends before his building begins, right? It turns into a pedestrian only walkway. So I park at the end of it in a safe spot, legal spot for delivery drivers to park, kind of tucked around a corner and I walk to the building. And so when I finally meet up with him, I'm like, Hey, just so you know, like, do you order pizza a lot? And he's like, once a week. And I'm like, do you have trouble with our drivers often? And he's like, every time. And so I go, Hey, 
Just so you know, there's a parking lot for us to deliver to in the back of the actual building you're at. So we don't have to park a block away and in, in you know, cause, cause a lot of times when you're delivering to a college campus, they will ticket every delivery driver they see. Right. And so there's a handful of legal spots for us to deliver to at college campuses. And so I always park in those spots. This idiot, this dumb, dumb. And again, this is not Bobo. This is somebody who is either he's, he's in charge of getting food for a college class. So he must be smart, right? He's in college. He's in, he's in one of the best schools in our state. And he's standing outside the wrong building. If I have to deliver to Matheson hall, but you're standing outside of Rogerson hall right next to it. I'm never going to deliver your pizza to you. Cause you're not at the address that you said you were at. So I told him about the parking lot. I'm like, it's really easy for us to deliver back there. There's a door to each wing of the building. There's a door to the middle. It's really easy for drivers. We don't have to worry about tickets. And he's just like, no, this is better. And I'm like, well, okay. You might as well use the right, the, the building you're going to be running around outside of then. And this kid looked at me like I was tearing him apart. I was just like, you made two crucial mistakes today that I'm dealing with. You're messing up my day, right? So within a span of one hour, I, I have to deliver to the same guy twice. I get stiffed by a friggin' Bobo for the 30th time. And I normally don't call out customers. You, y'all, if you've listened to this podcast, I don't spend a lot of time talking about work and my coworkers. I mean, a little bit every episode, no doubt, but never 26 minutes. And I granted a couple of those minutes were, we were talking about social media, but, but realistically, if you're going to order a pizza, let me just, let me just end it on this. If you're going to order a pizza, shovel your walkway, double check your phone number. I don't care if you always order your, to your house, double check the address. Cause people are human. We make mistakes. Double check and tip, tip cash. If you're doing a no contact delivery, make sure that you're double tipping because not like I'm not tipping twice, but make sure you're tipping on a, on a no contact because if you don't, who knows, maybe I'll just trust DoorDashers to deliver your pizza and your pizza will be an, an hour late. I don't know. I don't know. Bunch of dummies, bunch of absolute dummies. You know, it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's not dumb though. Date night. You guys ever do date night? You ever do day night? Hey, fellas, you're hearing me say date night's cool. Well, you're sitting there. My bros, my bros are out there sitting in their friggin' Priuses driving, doing whatever they're doing, listening to this podcast. And they're thinking date nights, Sam, Sam's a dude. He thinks date night is cool. Hear me out. On Tuesday last week, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I should text Marissa and say, hey, maybe we should do a date night. Maybe, maybe you want to go out and stop watching me play video games. And, you know, maybe you just want to go do something that's not watching me watch The Shield. Because it's, I have a girlfriend where I can do things, like I can have my alone time while she's here. And it feels like I'm alone, but I'm not because I'm with somebody who... 
who doesn't drag me down, I guess, uh, or not, not drag me down, but like, just, just take away from me mentally. So I'm in my car. I'm thinking to myself, I should text this girl and see if she wants to go on a date night. Cause she deserves that. Uh, she deserves more. At one point I told her, I don't think this will be enough. And she's like, no, I love doing this. I love watching you play video games and be a total jock. And in my head, I was like, it can't, this can't be enough. This can't be enough. I should watch that movie. What women want. So I can figure it out. So we, so she texts me out of the blue and she says, Hey, you want to do a date night this weekend? And I'm like, boom, game over. I, if I asked, then I'm the one who has to do the planning, right? I notoriously don't like doing things other than going to concerts and, and that's it. That's all I like. I like going to concerts, the occasional sporting event with my dudes and dinner occasionally, but I'd, I'd rather order in. I, cause that's who I am. I hate to hate to break it to you, but that's who I am. And so since she asked me, I was like, that's cool. I would love to, uh, but that means you have to do all the planning. And she, she was like taken aback. She's like, oh, I can't, you know, you're going to be disappointed. And, and it, I wasn't right. She always thinks she's going to disappoint me. And I think that's because I'm so critical of a lot of things in the world. And a lot of things dummies do like Bobo, but I don't want to, I don't want to criticize her. You know, I don't want to criticize my friends. I don't want to be too critical all the time. I definitely, I work with young kids who are more cynical than me. That sucks. It sucks to be talking to a 19 year old and have them be like, you know, because you're so young. You should be happy. When I was 19, I wasn't as cynical as I am now. This is, what is this TikTok? Is it social media breaking our kids down and making them grumpy old men? I don't know. I don't know. So, so she says she gets off work. She's working on the day of like the day we do our date night is a day that she's working in a nine hour shift. Right. And I'm at home doing absolutely nothing. Uh, I ran some errands, whatever, grow up, grow up. I ran some errands that I needed to run, not errands for my freaking boss. And so she shows up, she texts me when she's on her way and she's like, I need you to pour me a cup of water. That's three quarters full. And I'm like, okay, weirdo. Like you have to take some vitamins and you're bad at it. So you need like a full glass of water, but you're afraid to say I need a full glass of water. And then she shows up at my front door with flowers. I've never been bought flowers before. I've never, I've never really wanted flowers, but I was bought flowers and how cute, right? How cute. Uh, cause that means when we do our next day night, she's going to expect me to buy her flowers. And I'll tell you what, ladies, Hey ladies, I don't care how much you want flowers. If you have cats, it's futile. You're asking me to spend $35 on something that's going to get chewed up by something that's going to throw it up later. I'll still do it, but I'm going to be less happy about it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get lilies, you know, notoriously poisonous to cats. I shouldn't, I wouldn't, 
So she gives me flowers. Adorable, right? And then she's like, all right, we're going to get dinner and then we're going to go somewhere else. And how late are you cool staying out? I'm like, uh, truth, truth be told, I want to be home on the weekends. I want to be home or I want to be at a friend's house. I don't want to be out and about. I don't want to be like being out in public. And, and part of this is definitely connected to having like a COVID shutdown and me forgetting how to do those things. But another part of it is like, I don't want to go hang out and get, go to a bar. I talked about it a few weeks. Like, I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go place like a bowling alley. I don't want to go these places. I just want to go out, have dinner and go to a movie and go, I, you know, chill things, chill things. I just like chilling. So we get dinner at this place that we've had breakfast before and it's good. And then when we're getting ready to leave, she's like, so the next place is Can Can Wonderland. It's this place that has mini golf and arcade games and really expensive ice cream shakes, shakes, just shakes, ice cream shakes. Uh, but we get done with like, like the night, the, the date night starts about 45 minutes later than planned. Uh, cause she's worked a long day and had to get ready and deserves to take some time off. I'm not, I'm not being, crit- I'm, if you're listening to this, Marissa, I'm not being critical. I was fine with it starting late. No problem. In fact, the fact that it was started late led to us not having to go to an overpacked place at like starting, you know, at nine 30, like I'm cool to stay out till the end of a concert and grab a bite after it, or, you know? So like 1230 midnight, if there's something we're doing, but like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go stay at an arcade until one in the, in the morning, you know, we got done with dinner at like nine, nine 15. And then you get up there, it's nine 30, nine 45, you get in, it's 10 o'clock. And then like, by the time you've actually figured out how to play the games, I'm, I'm ready to head home. So we were both kind of in the mindset as we were leaving dinner that like, "Mm, maybe, maybe this place isn't isn't what we should be doing right now. Maybe we go out earlier, uh, uh, later on. <laughs> what a dumb phrase. Maybe we go out earlier, later on. Later on in the calendar year, maybe we try this place, Can Can Wonderland, to play some mini golf and and play some arcade games. But we go out, you know, we get there at 6 instead of 10.30. Or we get there at 8 instead of 10.30. And it's fine. But So we decided to go to this place, Treats, Right? It's, she told me it's a cereal bar, so you can get like bowls of cereal. You can get ice cream with cereal on it. They have waffles. I, I, I recommend you look up the menu treats with a Z. We pull up and I'm like, as we're walking up, I look at this building and I'm like, man, and this can't, this can't come across as offensive, but I look at this building and I'm like, looks pretty Asian, looks pretty Asian. And, and. That if that if that's offensive to you, then I don't know what to tell you. Because we walk in, the three people working there are Asian. The eight people who are sitting at the tables are Asian, and and you're you're sitting in your Prius. My dudes are in their Prius, and they're like, "What is what's Sam doing calling places Asian looking? This this building from the outside, giant windows, bright." Neon white lights. You can see like everything inside is either white or silver or, or, or part of a mural, which is giant, bright picture, like cartoon pictures from the street. Who knows what they are from the inside. 
They're the mascots of famous cereal brands. But I don't know this. And and I was right. I was right. And it just, it looked super futuristic and new agey while still being like classic looking. And so we get, you get these, these shakes with cereal in them. Cereal. I had Reese's Puffs and Chex Mix in, in a, in, and Twix in a, in a, in a shake. She had cookie crisp on hers. <laughs> what a world. What a world. And we got our ice cream and we went home and we watched 90 Day Fiance and laughed at the chaos that is those people's lives. It rules. Date night's not bad. Date, date night's not bad. What else is going on? What else is going on? It was good, though. It was good. Red cow and treats. Uh, you know, One thing about going to dinner at the red cow, right? Like, when you're a vegetarian... When you're plant-based, when, when, as my brother and I like to refer to ourselves, when you're a super chill dude who mostly doesn't eat meat, going out to eat is super easy generally, right? Because a, a menu will generally have a couple appetizers that are, that are vegetarian and like three to five menu items that are vegetarian. There's always a salad, which is fine, but I'm not going to spend $16 on a salad. I'm going to spend $5 on a salad at the grocery store that comes in a bag with all the ingredients to make a perfect Caesar salad because that's an amazing invention that I didn't know existed until recently. And have you ever tried those prepackaged salads that come with all of the ingredients for like a Caesar salad or a Thai salad or, or one of those crunchy Asian mixed salads? If you haven't and you want to try different salads without buying a full bottle of dressing or a full bag of croutons or, or, or iceberg lettuce, it's an amazing invention. And yeah, maybe it's birthplace for E. coli. I don't know. And as I've said before, I don't care. I don't. And people are like, you're awfully heated right now. You must care. But here's the crux. I don't. The problem with this place is that their only options for vegetarian are two different impossible burgers. Right? One of them's umami, so it has like fried mushrooms on it. The other one, umami. The other one's SoCal, so it's just a, an impossible burger with tomatoes, lettuce, mayo, you know, just regular burger. And then and then you have the other side of the menu that is like a quinoa and beet bowl or or a super powered greens salad, right? Like why why can't places just have normal options like i because a lot of vegetarians don't want to go get something that simulates the taste of beef you know i have no interest in getting an impossible burger that often you know when i'm when as as an ex-beef eater there are a ton of a ton of vegetarians vegans who think beef is gross why would that be one of your only options and it seems like that's if a place is like oh we're gonna have a vegetarian option let's give them this this impossible burger with just normal burger toppings on it. I would much rather order a, a 10, $12 grilled cheese, you know, uh, or, or the burger without the patty. You know, I, I'm so, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, baby. I'm tired, sick and tired of being tired and sick. Russia. What the heck's going on with them? Cut it out. Ukraine. Who knew y'all were so cool? Uh, that whole situation is messed up, and 
And mostly uh, what I've taken from it is that their president or their prime minister or what have you, this Zelensky guy, was a comedian, became president. How come we had a we had Donald Trump, but they got this this funny guy? This guy voiced Paddington in the in the Ukrainian dub. I don't know how much cooler you can get while while being invaded. I I, I my heart goes out because I I literally can't imagine. I I've lived a cush life. I've lived a soft life. I grew up and I I, I saw 9-11 from the Midwest, you know? I didn't physically see it. I, I mean I did on TV. It's not like you can see New York from from friggin' South Dakota. But like one of my one of, one of my favorite coworkers. I just put it together. Dude's twenty. He was born in September. He didn't experience nine eleven. Like his mom was almost pushing him out. Like he she like he was born like a week after nine eleven. This kid grew up and he has not been affected by that. And like I don't. I don't know many people that were super affected by it, but I think the whole nation was to an extent. I think when you see towers crumble when you're in third grade and you have to start singing the national anthem. Did I talk about this last week? I talk about it two weeks ago when your class starts singing the national anthem every Friday. Cause yeah, yeah, I did. Cause they're not lunatics. who sing on a Thursday. I can't. I can't imagine, you know, when, when we were in third grade, there was the fear that people might attack, but there was still like the Midwest feeling like, well, they won't attack us. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It seems like, it seems like they're, they're doing the best they can over there though. Let's talk about some good news. We're running out of time. I was reading the paper. I was reading the, uh, Martinsville bulletin.com. And Martinsville is in Henry County, uh, which happens to be in Virginia. Apparently I was reading the paper and I saw this, this, this title, this, this title arrest made thanks to a goat. So I'm thinking, what did LeBron James have to do with it? What did, what did Wayne Gretzky, what did Tony Hawk have to do with these things? What did Simone Biles have to do with this, this arrest? Cause they're the goats. Well, let me tell you, thanks Thanks to the civilian services of a resident goat, the Henry County Sheriff's Office got their man. Captain Scott Barker with the Henry County Sheriff's Office told the bulletin it was a goat who helped the two deputies flush out the person they were chasing on February 13th. Deputy David Parnell was investigating a domestic assault in the Fielddale area of Henry County. Barker said at the point where Deputy Deputy Parnell explains to the system. Oh, cold reads. Deputy David Parnell was investigating a domestic assault in the Fielddale area of Henry County. Barker said at one point where Deputy Parnell explains to the suspects he's under the arrest. He's under the arrest. The suspect flees on foot. Barker said Parnell chased the fleeing person through a fence line and across a field. A goat from the property joined Deputy Parnell in the chase, said Barker. When Parnell and the goat reached the next fence line of the field, the goat continued through the fence in front of Deputy Parnell and entered a woody area, wooded area. Big question. Is the goat, is this like a, a fence that has like two posts and then two, two parallel posts? You know, that kind of fence that a goat could easily jump over or through? Because it says through. 
So if it jumped through that fence, that's easy. But if it jumped through like your your typical like picket fence or or your your tall like privacy fence, it just burst through that. I'm curious. After the goat took over the lead in the chase, Parnell halted to survey the situation and watched the goat chase a man into the woods. The goat and the deputy on the other side flushed the man out of the woods and Parnell took the man into custody. The goat was returned to its owner by Deputy Parnell once the incident was resolved. Asked if the goat might be recognized in the department for its outstanding citizenship and contribution to the prevention of crime, Barker said, that's about all I know at this point. What a world. What a world. Uh, it turns out a goat can chase down a criminal without shooting him. Maybe, maybe the cops should take a lesson. Who knows? With that being said, everybody, uh, I've been old Sam Stigelmeyer. I've been Salsa Dave. I'll continue being that person. Uh, this has been the Deviled Advocate. It'll probably continue being that because it's tough to come up with another crappy name. Uh Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Be well. Enjoy this song I haven't picked out yet, and I hope you have a great day. Okay, bye!
Hey, Dolores. It's happening again. Yeah, get over here now. Okay, love you. <laughs>